y'all. This your boy, Coach Marshall, from the More Than The Coach podcast. More Than The Coach. I hope y'all enjoy. More Than The Coach. Put me in the game, coach. In the game, coach. Put me in the game, coach. In the game, coach. Put me in the game, coach. Coach. Put me in the game, coach. No coach. What's up, y'all? This your boy, Coach Marshall, from the More Than the Coach podcast. And tonight, I'm on here, man, with a special guest, a young Saginaw legend. My guest tonight is the WBC US NBC heavyweight champion, right here from our city, y'all. And let's give him a warm welcome for Robert Sizzle Sims. So, how you doing, Sean? Hey, man, I'm doing good, man. First off, bro, I want to thank you for being on the More Than the Coach podcast, man. It's an honor to have you. You know, no problem, um, so man, you know, I do it anytime. oh yeah, always that second I love, man. So man, oh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just come off right off the rip, man. What the champ been up to these days? Uh, really, uh, trying to get back in my groove. I had a uh, surgery. Oh, okay, knee. okay. I had got you know and right after the fight, right after the fight. So I did my uh, all my rehabbing and stuff. So I'm ready to get back in the gym and get back to it. Okay. It's all right, man. Wasn't nothing major, though, was it? No, nothing major. Okay. It was a uh, tear, but... Yeah, I've been there. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've yeah, been there, yeah. man. I had two on one and three on the other one. You know, man. I don't know if they told you, though, but after you get it right, the water therapy was the best thing for me after that. I'm yeah. to add that in. Yeah, I went out to Delta every day. Walked that uh, resistant pool, and, man, mm-hmm. after about a month or so, I was out trying to run again, you know. Okay. So definitely check that out, man. Yeah, man. I seen um, uh, I seen pictures with you out there working with uh, the um, Terrence Crawford, man. How how was that, man? Man, that was different. That was For different. real? Was, yeah. I mean, I know we train real hard. Yeah. But I am. Okay. So our training is a little bit different. Yeah. So getting to see him, Shakir Stevenson, and seeing the stuff that they was doing in camp. Really. It's definitely the reason why they win. Okay. Up. That's cool. I seen this dude get off the plane that comes our 15 rounds with a four-minute round. Oh. He got right off the plane, came to the gym, 15 rounds. Oh, yeah. So. I was like, I, I, he did that. And then worked out after that. Oh, yeah. Hey, he different. Hey, that's that uh, stay ready so you don't have to get ready mentality. Yeah. That, that's yeah, a cool yeah, thing. Hey, man, I watched video of you and seen your last fight, though, bro. Pretty quick and shifty out there. You got that sizzle, as you call it, for real. You know, I, I was tripping out, man, because I seen it. I don't even know if you remember, but when you started with uh, Coach Addison, I'm at the BV Center. I used to see you in that room with him, and I never forget he got me to come in there because I was working there. Come on in here and try this, man. After 30 minutes, I walked out. <laughs> I said, man, I can't do it. I don't, hey. Hey, and I love playing football and everything, bro, but that's a whole different breed when it comes to that boxing. So I commend you, bro, for that. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's Serious. Oh, yeah. So how long? It's a real different training. That's a lot of. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask you how long. I boxed a lot of hard work. Yeah, that's cool. I, 
Y'all can have that road work though. That's what that all they running. Hey, after I got out that army, man, hey, I ain't running no more. <laughs> Qu- quit playing basketball because it was too much running for real. Yeah. So how long have you been boxing? Um, you know, since you've been up uh, or you got professionally, how long you was boxing? Six years amateur. Okay. Six years amateur. That was broken up. Okay. Because I did three straight years, and then my niece passed. Okay. She passed. You know, family kind of took that hard. Yeah. And then I took a few years off. Okay. And I actually won't even go back no more. But I saw. Franklin. I saw him go to the nationals and Mm. win it that next year, and I was like. Yeah, oh, yeah, it really can happen from here. Yeah, and that was like inspiration. Yeah, seeing him do that, and yeah. I came back that next year, and then I went to the national. Okay, I tell you what, man, it, it has been an honor to watch two guys from our city, man, getting out there doing what we watched the Tysons and the uh, Larry Holmes and all those guys back when we was young, and to see guys yeah. right here that we know personally, man, and you know you the heavyweight champ, people up for a championship, man, that's a big honor, man. No, I know our city don't give a lot of praise, but I'm here to tell you I salute y'all, man, and I I appreciate that, man. For real. You know, y'all gonna be in these history books, bro. These kids need to learn about, you know. So that's cool, man. So um you really touched on, you know, when you started and stuff, but why did you start boxing? You know, what what made you fall in love with? I went to the gym of Boozley. <laughs> what? Was that was it. I called uh, I called my auntie one day. Uh-huh. I told her I wanted to do the boxing training because I seen that that was, you know, a good way to lose some weight. Yeah. And my cousin Lorenzo Reynolds, two-time national golden glove champion out of here, multi-time national championship mm-hmm. on the amateur level, undefeated professional. Mm-hmm. You know, I had hit him up, and at the time, he was in Houston. Okay. So he wasn't doing any training here, and he told me, Get with my dad, you know, he's training people, you know, he's mm-hmm. training people to actually fight. Yeah. So, um, I remember giving Jesse that call and I remember uh, telling him, like, I want to start training. And he was like, I only train professionals right now. I'm not messing with, you know, messing with no amateurs and stuff. He's like, You fought before. And I did a lot to him. I'm like, yeah, I'm not fighting. I'm training before. <laughs> and I remember him telling me, like, well, who you got? You know, who you patting your style off of? I'm like, Floyd Mayweather. And our first day at the gym, he put me in there. Uh, I got punished that day. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dang. Put so. me in, put me in punished, but I came back. And okay. When he seen I came back. He said that showed him that. Okay. That's cool, man. Yeah. Hey, Jesse, a great man too, bro. And oh, and yeah. and his son Ren, man. Every time oh, I can yeah. get Ren to come back and work them boys out, man. Hey, he he did it all the time. Especially I used to do his hell week. And mm-hmm. at the end, yeah. they stay all night, man, and then we woke up by Ren. You know, and yeah. I some something he always told kids that he worked out at Bridgeport, man. He used to tell them, make deposits. You know, and basically when you tell them you make them deposits and how you work and you train. And then when it's yeah. game time, you gotta go withdraw that deposit out the <laughs> bank. Yeah. Man, that was <laughs> that, still that's that still was motto. Hey bro, that was one of the most powerful messages that I heard somebody give them boys, man. And you know, and I even had you come last season and come get the boys yeah. to talk, man. And I, I appreciate that, you know, coming back and giving up for the community, bro. You know, because a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, still got some stuff to take care of that. Oh, take care of on that Oh, yeah. that's right, man. Hey, and I know that young man going to be happy. So all my listeners mm-hmm. know, 
My man Rob the Champ is giving a scholarship out every year to one of our students at Bridgeport. That was a beautiful thing, man. So, hey, I appreciate that, and I know him and his family will, too. You know, so whenever you want to connect, you let me know. I got you, bro. Yeah, so being being the champ, I know everybody wants your time. How do you um, escape from everything, man? Like, I, I was reaching and tried to get you and grab you for a moment. So uh, how do you get that, that time for yourself right now? I got a great support system behind me. Yes. You know, my family, and I actually enjoy that a lot. So that's why it's not as hard to get. Because a lot of times I'm spending time with my family, with my mother, with kids, stuff like that. So I'm not one of the guys that's like out. If I'm not training, I'm at home. That's right. So, I mean, you might see me out every now and then, but it's got to be like a friend's birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the most part, Oh, yeah, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong so, with that. Anytime I get extra, I'm trying to be at home. Okay, and ain't nothing wrong yeah. with that, man, because I'm a family guy too. That's why when we hit earlier, man, I was out at the park walking the trails with the grandbabies, man, and yeah. having a good time out there with nature, bro, doing things I never did. But they want to do it, so I'm like, let's go do it, you know. So that's a good thing, bro. That's cool. So being from Saginaw, man, what was some of your, you know, I know we all from this city some of the biggest hurdles you had to, you know, to make it, to get out of this city, you know, or break yourself away from it, you know. You know what everybody think about Saginaw, they think yeah. negative from us all, you know, but it's a lot of beautiful, positive things in our hometown, man. What were some of the things that broke you away from everything that helped you be successful? Well, early on, you know, I got to see, you know, coming from where we came from, you know, you get to see a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. in your neighborhood, stuff like that, a lot of bad stuff. But what people don't get to see these neighborhoods is that if people do see you in those neighborhoods actually trying to do something they will you know leave you alone and keep you out of that yes right you know what I'm like you, you don't belong over here yeah so i had a lot of push and it wasn't just me it was uh, my brothers too uh, uh marcus dupree and then you know made it out he went to go play basketball for michigan state mm-hmm. he had people you know our group had people around us that let us know that it's more than just what's going on in the neighborhood. Yeah. And when they set up and actually doing stuff, you got that push, you know, you, you kind of get a pass to <laughs> walk around your neighborhood and, you know, yep. just be out there doing things without people messing with you because, yep. you know, people see you actually doing something with yourself. And at the time for me, that was football. Yeah. You know, I was you know, pretty good you know, on the football field. Mm-hmm. And boxing came later, you know, I still got that same support. Mm-hmm. But that was one of the things, you know, you just have to escape things that's in your neighborhood it's so easy to be in you see you know, your friends you know driving certain cars and wearing certain clothes and stuff like that and I'm like man I wish I could go get that yeah. but at the same time they're keeping you away from that stuff that's true and that's, that's great you know, you're right about that man you know it's all about who we know in our communities and you know and even mm-hmm. like even when I was coming up it was different you had them old heads like hey man what y'all doing get y'all butt back on that football mm-hmm. field or you know, but we wanted to be like them because we seen them with everything. Yeah. And that that is a beautiful. I mean, thing. and you know my and you know my mother real good. You know, mm-hmm. She was one of the neighborhood that you know all the kids listen to. Yep. No matter you know, yep. <laughs> no matter how bad it was, no matter what, you know, she had the basketball room outside. She had you know she we had all the equipment, so everybody was always at our house. Mm-hmm. Also, and she was the one parent that no matter how tough somebody was, no matter how much in the streets they were, yeah, she could talk to them. 
and, and that's what that's what we're missing too in today's society man those those mamas and the dads you know that wasn't afraid to come out there and stop a kid and say hey what you doing you know that's what i believe and it's probably all across the land but i know our community we missing those things because those what made us guys be successful and get out of here and you know do the things we do you know so that's cool man so I gotta ask you, what's the what do you consider to be your greatest strengths as a boxer? Uh, my brain, my mind. Ooh, I'm, uh, I got into the game late, mm. so a lot of people you know, don't know my story. I started at 24 boxing, mm. 24 years old. So it don't happen like that. Yeah. So um, I got in and I immediately went to YouTube. Just, mm. you know, I went in and start studying and studying. So I'm up nights watching fights that people might not even care about. Like try to see a guy's footwork, try to see his distance, try to see what he did against certain fighters. So I would study smaller fighters that fought bigger people. Oh, okay. So I watched a lot of people. Even though I didn't have Tyson Power, I would watch his footwork. Mm. I would watch Floyd Mayweather's footwork when he fought a guy like Diego Corrales. You know how he was able to get in on that bigger guy. And during that time of studying and studying, I started putting that in there and sparring. Okay, that don't work for me the way it worked there. Yeah. Okay, relax. So that's what kind of got me in the, you know, getting my mind sharp. So about a minute into about every fight, maybe even two minutes into a fight, I pretty much continue. I'm studying him. I'm doing little things to see what he can. And now, I'm not going to always be able to stop it. Yeah. But at that point, I kind of know what he can and can't do. So, you know, I throw the paint out there or my jag to you. I can see how you react. <laughs> Just to see their reactions and stuff. Yep. The heavyweights hate to think. Yeah. <laughs> They hate to think they want to fight. They just want to knock yeah. your off. You make them think. You kind of, kind of take a chink out of their armor. Okay. And that's 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 powerful. I never heard that that analogy before. You know, with the brain and thinking. Hey, that's cool, man. That kind of went into what I was going to ask you. How do you physically you know the training things? But it's going to ask you how do you physically and mentally prepare yourself for like you know when you got to fight upcoming fight. So. Well, for the most part. Physically, you know, Ray will take me down through there. I kind of just give myself to him because that is a, you know, I'm not learning to fight. Like, oh, I made it here, so I ain't got to listen to <laughs> They brought me into this game, taught me everything I know. Mm. So when they say something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. If they tell me, you know, they give me an assignment, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to roll or nothing like that. I might get home like, man, they worked me too hard. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not really? questioning why they give me anything. Without them, I really ain't getting to this point. Man. So, and mentally, mentally, a lot of people uh, don't know. I don't, you know, right before a fight, you know, I've been in so many other fights now that I don't get nervous about stuff. And being from Saginaw, you know, you've been in Saginaw High Art that you'll get. Yeah. So the crowd stuff don't, yeah. don't bother me. None of that stuff. I mean, if you could, if you've played over at Vets Park, <laughs> yes. And, you know, you hear stuff people say to you while you're playing basketball at Vets Park and stuff like that growing up. Way in the world, I can't go to the arena and be nervous. So, uh, going to the ring, I don't really play a lot of rap music. Before, okay. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. I'm in there, listening to R&B, yeah. or we just in there kicking it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going there not angry. Yeah. I'm going there hyped up. You know, because you've already burnt off probably half your energy. Yep. Listening to the music. That's right. 
Yeah, you boxing, that's the last place you want to go and burn all your energy out. Mm. Ain't nobody subbing in for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the <laughs> truth. That's the true, true one-man sport, yeah. So, I mean, I was Real. in other sports, but, you know, I get tired a little bit, you know, I can, I can get subbed out. But in boxing, I always go back. Okay. And I got a smile on my face. I'm never angry. Every time you see mm-hmm. me fight, I'm smiling. I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. So, that's cool, man. That's all right, man. I like that. That's cool. Can you uh, can you share one of your most memorable fights in your career? What you learned from it? Uh, to me, my the biggest fight for me, and a lot of people might think it was my last one, but it was a fight against a guy named Giuseppe Cusano. Mm. At the time I fought him, he was 15 and 0, 14 knockouts. Last 10 fights, nobody got out of the first round. So going into that fight, everybody had me getting washed yeah to that fight he was fighting in Connecticut which a lot of people know but that casino was the biggest casino in America nope, it's got I a very that. very big arena in there wow so he went in there to that fight a lot of people thought I was going to get crushed he had a lot of fans there he's of Italian descent okay so a lot of people before him I mean I'm talking about the band and all that I wound up taking you know being able to beat him pretty easy Wow. That night, power puncher. So that fight for me really put me in a space where people in America start paying attention. Okay. To people, like, oh, yeah, Rob Box. It, it started being the thing where people was really, really paying attention. Mm. So I right. had going. On. It got me ranked pretty high too. Okay, that's cool, then, man. I ain't never knew that. The biggest yeah. casino arena down there in Connecticut, huh? Well, they that. got the biggest casino. They got the biggest casino, so you got to be drove onto the oh. park. You got to park and then be drove onto the, oh, okay. the property. Yeah. Oh, it's real and prestige. And the actual there is, is big. There's mm. been some big fights there. Uh, Berto and Victor Ortiz fought there for like the fight of the year before. Okay. So there's been some really, really big fights in that. Okay, that's cool. All right. So who was your five all-time uh, favorite boxers then? No matter what weight class, if you got them. You know, normally I ask coaches about basketball or football, but it's the first with boxing, though. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ray Jones. Mm. He's in there. I don't know what number. I ain't gonna even give you a yeah, number. Yeah, that's right. My top five. Um, you gotta go with Floyd Mayweather, of course. I'm a big time Lomachenko fan. Mm. He's in my top. Uh, Muhammad Ali. Yes. Sugar Ray Leonard. That's a lot of people don't know yeah, about Sweet Sugar. I see that. I oh, see a little man. of that in you, when you fighting, bro. A little robo doping. Yeah, I see that. And he fought everybody. He fought everybody. Everybody. He fought everybody. Didn't duck no smoke and he went and beat him. He beat everybody that yeah. that was in that group. Yeah. He probably would have still fought a little longer if he didn't have a problem up top, man. Yep, you're right about that. Yeah, the sugar was something different, man. Him and the Duran fights was classics, man. man. Real. I remember sitting back watching them with my pops, man. Man. Can I get an honorable mention in there too? Y'all go ahead and throw that honorable mention. Well, besides with the people I'm boxing with, you know them, James Tony. Yeah, another local guy. Grand Rapids. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people went around the boxing circuit kind of be like, that's kind of how your style. Yeah. Why you fighting? Like a James Tony. Well, you know what? You say that too, man. You're right about that. You say that. I see it. I see it for real. Yeah. Tony was mean too. 
he, he was me, you know. So I was you. I think I was uh, in college in Grand Rapids, and we got to see him one day at a mm-hmm. little club and everything. Uh, you ain't even walk up and say, hey, what's up to that dude? Just stay away. <laughs> For real. We sitting on the other side of everybody yeah. like, that's, that's that boxing cat. Yeah, I ain't going that route, you know. Yeah. So that's cool, though. James yeah. Tony, man. He's still around this way, or, you know? Uh, no, he done boxing, and it's actually crazy. His last fight was held here at Eastern Michigan University. Say what? Yeah, I was wow. on that card. Okay. Wow. I, so I fought him his last fight. His last fight, I was actually on the card. That's cool. His last, last battle. See, look at that. You've been around greatness all the time anyway, especially with, <laughs> with Ren and Coach Addison, man, and then you've been around them oh, guys. Yeah. So that's a blessing, man. So right, champ. I appreciate that, man. If you had to say anything positive to these youngsters out here that's listening, what kind of positive advice would you give? Um, first of all, I know I know it's cliche to say, but you do you gotta follow your dream. Oh you gotta, yeah. Uh, put in the work. You gotta uh, miss fun. Mm. Miss being in the light. You know, you gotta miss a lot of things that, that as a teenager, that you really want to do. To have fun, you're going to have to miss out on some of that. Yeah. Put in that work. Uh, if you ain't on varsity yet, don't go to the high hill game. You know, get in the gym. Mm. You'll be the only person there. You got to work on your game. Um, if if you're on JV as a football player, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you're a quarterback, whatever, you got coaches you can get with in that off time and, and work with. So you got to put in the work in the dirt in order for it to come to the light. Because if not, lights come on. Your leg get down. Yeah. Man, Chap, you just told him some real stuff. You know, and it's mm-hmm. it's funny that what you just said, we speak we talk about every day constantly. I know my guys get tired of me because I'm flooding our <laughs> chats with motivation. But my biggest thing that I always talk about is sacrifice. You know, and even as a coach, I have to sacrifice things. If I want to mm-hmm. be the best coach that I can be. And that's one of the things what you just said. I talked to a couple former athletes, man, and that's all they talk about. You got to be able to say no and be basically like the weird person. That everybody yeah. say, "Oh man, he weird. He don't. He ain't in the streets," as they say now. You know, but yeah. look where look where it leads you though when you put that hard work in. You and know? people don't even realize for you as a coach that when we done practicing, you go home, you watch tape. Man, you, know, you got to put in even more time after that. So. If you can go home and do that on my end, mm-hmm. then I should be able to, after practice, go get some more shots up. That's true. I should be able to go run some more sprints. I should be able to go to the weight room and get myself stronger. That's true. If you put in the work to get me better on your end to give me the game plan, all I got to do is work. Yeah. And, that, and that's something big, too, man, where a lot of our kids got to get that mentality. And I tell our kids here, you're not just at Bridgeport, but any kid that I see in the city, man, somebody working harder than you in another state and city mm-hmm. you know it's a reason why you see kids at a different school from this state they're out there you know so oh, yeah. i mean i mean i always tell people sagging our kids got an edge on them because we got that hunger no matter what it is mm-hmm. it's a different hunger that we have you see it with yourself boxing you know you see it mm-hmm. with franklin you see it in day day you know from wood no and the history go on and on you know so that's big, but I, I appreciate that, champ. Hey, man. No hey, this. Tell me, tell me what you got. We. That's it. 
And hey, and like my dog Ray always say, effort. Effort is everything. I can't control yeah. that effort, man. So man, that's that's big. Man, look, it's been an honor to have you on the show tonight. I don't do to be oh yeah, man! And then this platform, anytime you want to come back, you got something you want to mm-hmm. say, you want to let, let the audience know about whatever coming up next for you, man. Hey, I appreciate it. Hit me up anytime, man. I stop and get you on. You know, it's a big oh, no honor. You know, we had the champ on here, y'all. So, man, we're gonna let you get out of here so you can finish enjoying your family and everything, no bro. And uh, when is your next upcoming? You know. I don't have a date yet. Okay. Um, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I'll probably be going there maybe August, September sometime. Okay. Like I said I'm just yeah. about to get back to my full time training. Okay. And get everything like yeah. I got some cutting to do. Of course. Okay. <laughs> I've been yeah. off for a while, so yeah. I just want to make sure the next time I go in there, you know, I look my best. And, that's right. And that's what I'm, the reason why they gave me that. That's right. You know, oh yeah, give it to you. You took it. You well, earned yeah. it. You know Tell what I'm saying? About that's it. right. You the champ, baby real hey man will you uh you stay blessed my brother man and hey it was always nice and anytime like i said champ hit me up and i appreciate you for coming on the more than the coach podcast tonight i'm not after the next fight i'm come to the studio okay yeah we can sit down and do it live man for real you know so man you have a good night brother hey and once again i appreciate you and i salute you again champ all right all right. Yes, sir. Peace. Oh, yeah, y'all. So I just had the WBC champ on here with us, y'all. And this is a beautiful thing. Um, Saginaw. Just so y'all know, we got beautiful things that come here. So, uh, you know, continue to support. Continue to watch. Because we got people here in the city doing great things. You know, like we said, my man. Follow your dreams. You can do it right from the city. We done it, and the others done it. Hey, and y'all continue to do it. I appreciate y'all tuning in tonight, y'all, on the More Than the Coach podcast. And it's your boy, Coach Marshall, and I'm out. What's up, y'all? This your boy, Coach Marshall, from the More Than the Coach podcast. More than the coach. I hope y'all enjoy. More than the coach. More than a coach Put me in the game, coach In the game, coach Put me in the game, coach In the game, coach Put me in the game, coach In the game, coach Put me in the game, coach No coach More than a coach More than a coach